kind of very relatable to every parent out there and even kids so we're going to talk about bullying and we're going to talk about books now how are these two things related you'll come to know in a bit lekin uske pehle bata dun aapko agar aapko pata nahi hai ki redu dilon kaun hai waise i am pretty sure everybody knows it she is the ceo and founder of the genius kids enterprise and uh, i mean the way she talks the way she is i think she when you uh, ask your kids to go to genius kids i think you will be sold by looking at her because she is so confident and she talks about pretty much everything as i always said and mai hamesha ek cheez bolti hu ki is show ko agar aap aadha ghanta sun lenge maybe it will lighten you and change you forever so do stay tuned 7:30 tak we'll be talking to a special guest as well but before that let me welcome renu to the show and ask her what are we going to talk today how are you doing happy tuesday thank you very much <laughs> it was a wonderful introduction thank, thank you nisha and thank you for hosting the show with me and yes. uh, special uh, call out to swati we miss you swati yeah she is somewhere in uh, dancing somewhere dancing somewhere i'm pretty sure odyssey odyssey dance, <laughs> odyssey dance right dance. Yes. how lovely yes, absolutely but thank so, you so i was just reading your topic and i was like uh, how is how are these two things related you're the only one who can tell us so please do well you know believe it or not we're going to uh, we picked the topic of bullying today hmm. and uh, i also want to do a special uh, thank you to krish shastri one of my friends who's referred my guest for tonight's show okay and the reason why i think this topic is so important is because all of us at some point in our life have been bullied and even adults are bullied and actually nowadays with social media mm. bullying has become very intense yeah. when i was growing up you know bullying only happened in schools or with your friends colleges yeah colleges mm. or even actually in elementary school it starts you know mm-hmm. and uh, we become very sensitive to it some kids are able to handle it some are not and mm. many are not mm. and but now when you are now with social media uh, facebook different kind of different kind yeah, yeah. different kind of bullying yeah. and it becomes very intense and actually mm-hmm. i think it was a couple of months ago we had brought on a young lady naveli garg one of my winners from the show who had talked about how she had been bullied yeah school. i remember yes. yes 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 so um what i wanted to address i really i did this show when naveli was here oh <laughs> yes okay. i remember, remember her yes so today uh, we're going to be having actually uh, a wonderful lady who's turned author she's a mom of three kids and two of her children were victims of bullying in school mm. and that inspired her to write this book and uh, we're going to be talking about the book and we're going to talk about what inspired her to write it why she's written it what's her purpose and mm. what are her future goals with this book yes so on that note um i want to introduce uh, her pen name is rosie levine but she goes by heather allen but <laughs> rosie levine is her pen name mm-hmm. and she wrote a book called the quirks particles that matter which is available on amazon uh, mom of three kids two of them were victims of bullying inspired her to write this book about how bullying can affect children's lives and cause problems such as social anxiety which can turn into many other things if you don't catch it at the right time mm-hmm. and this whole book is set in cyberspace and deals with the bullying issue through the delightful fictitious quirks and her goal is really to help any child out there who needs to overcome the fear of bullying yeah. and on that note i want to welcome heather good evening heather and welcome to our show good evening Thank you so Thank much for you. taking the time. I know you're calling from Florida, so it must be <laughs> ten o'clock at night there, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. That's right. Yeah, it is. Yeah, well, <laughs> thank you so much. Awake. Well, the first question I have now that I've just spoken to you is, where is your accent from? <laughs> I was. Oh, I uh, was born in England. Oh, well, join the New club. London. I wasn't born in England, but I went to school in England. So where did you go in oh. England? Where were you raised in England? Uh, a place called Watford, about thirty miles from London. 
Okay, well, I went to school in Yorkshire and then Birmingham and then London. So, uh, oh. yes, well, welcome to our show. Thank and, you. Uh, so let's begin by asking you, you've written this book. Tell us a little bit about this book. Okay, well, the characters are called Fox, and they're futuristic characters, and they float around in cyberspace. There are actually four families in total, but they all have their own type of personality. This particular one, that first uh, book that I wrote, is about Flora, and she's going to school. It's like a for elementary school, and the first time she goes to school, and she has some challenges to face. Um, her parents suspect something is wrong and decide to take some action. Uh, basically, she's been bullied. Um, the Quarks and Authority manage to solve the matter, and the perpetrators are punished. Um, so I say this book's really written for elementary school children to help them deal with any similar problems. So let me ask you, you named the book The Quarks. I'm going to spell that out in case people are not understanding what we're saying because you have an accent and so do I. So The Quarks, <laughs> yeah. Q-U-A-R-K-S. So wh- why did you pick that word? What, mm. what does that mean and why? Okay. Well, originally the book was going to be about cell phones, but I decided I wanted them to be more like characters. And I kept thinking of different names, and I decided on Quarks. Actually, quarks are particles of matter, so they do exist, and I suppose you could say they exist in cyberspace. But more importantly, uh, uh, why I call them the quarks, um, and that's where the name comes, quarks um, are particles that matter. Oh, that's that's the idea uh, all about it. So let me ask you, have you had experience in writing before, or were you just inspired by what happened with your kids? Um, used to write like short stories and always had an interest in writing and I think everybody has a book inside them and um, yeah. I decided on this idea and I just went forward with it and um, found a publisher and uh, it all went ahead. So how many books have you written? Is it the first one or do you have a series coming out? Yes, I do have a series and what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to write about the other three families that are in the book and, um, you know, and well, actually the quarks growing up and the different um, challenges that they face. Like we might be going, and the next book is probably going to be more about drugs and uh, how to deal with that, you know, as, as the children grow up to going to the different stages of schooling. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you, um, your children were uh, two of them. You said you have three kids and two yeah. experienced bullying in yeah. school. How old, how old were they and how did you find out? Uh, well, my oldest child, I would say she was about 11 or 12, but more at middle school, and um, she grew up very quickly, she matured very quickly, and um, there was people there that spoke a different language, and um, she knew they were talking about her behind her back, and they used to say sort of nasty things, and it made her very insecure, uh, to the point where she had this social anxiety and um, she really went into herself, like into a shell, and didn't want to talk to anybody, and it really affected her pretty badly. 
And did she come back and tell you, or uh, did you have to figure it out? I mean, I always wonder, because many oh. parents always think, well, my child has become quiet, they're going to the room because they're becoming a teenager. Mm-hmm. And they think that's yeah. the signs of being a, just a teenager. What, what, mm-hmm. What's your message to parents when, you know, how do you get your child to come and tell you? Because many kids are scared mm-hmm. in case they get told that they're tattertales and, you know, they're coming and telling mommy yeah. and daddy what's exactly, going on in yeah. school. Yeah. yeah, like they don't want to be snitches. And this is addressed in the book as well. Um, and she did um, reach out to me, and um, they did have, like, a, a line that you could call, like a safe line. It was anonymous, so uh, you could say what was happening to you so people wouldn't know that it was you. And then the uh, school actually did address it, and they talked to the people or the students that were um, actually causing all the problems, and, um, you know, eventually she went to go in a different classroom so they didn't, she didn't get so badly affected and then she and then she really because she was a little bit different so she made friends with people that are more like her and uh, she was very successful in the end so um but it did really affect her at that time how old is she now 22 oh okay <laughs> and then you said there was a second child that was bullied as well yeah. Yeah, my uh, other child, he was adopted, and uh, he didn't speak very well, and he was very small for his age. So it was a little bit, I think, and this is what happens is when children are a little bit, a little bit different to other children, they tend to get picked upon, mm-hmm. and um, people used to, you know, make comments about how small he was, and, you know, he couldn't talk very well, and he was struggling. Um, but he actually turned it around, and uh, he ended up, um, being almost like a supervisor at the school and helping out with the other uh, children. And he was actually bossing around children that were bigger than him. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so he, he did really well. He's just um, graduating high school. So uh, he turned it around, you know, and uh, made it work for him. So do you encourage parents to actually step in and, and take care of the issue? Because as I mentioned, sometimes kids tell their parents, but then they tell the parents not to get involved, and they say, you know, mm. I'll sort it out myself, but I just want to tell you mm. what's going on. What, what's your advice on that? Yeah, well, my other child, I've got three children. My other child was more of a bully, to be honest, and uh, a parent did actually come down to the school and confronted her about it. And that parent got into a lot of trouble because uh, they have to go through the school itself. So uh, that's not advisable. But it's just, yeah, it, look for the signs because, like, if they don't want to go to school or they keep saying they're sick or, you know, they've suddenly gone very quiet and just don't like school, you know, there's usually that reason behind it. And then, you know, it's important to talk to the teachers because the teachers usually know what's going on, but uh, and they're pretty open nowadays. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm in the teaching business and I can figure out the bullies right away in the classroom. Mm-hmm. But it is a difficult issue to address with parents because sometimes many parents are very defensive about their kids and they always want to yeah. pass the buck back and give them a reason and always say, well, your child must have done something for my child to have bullied your child. That's normally the yes. most common answer. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want to take the blame. So. Right. So, and sometimes the parents, unfortunately, are to blame because it might be the way they're brought up. Right. You know, and they might have problems of their own at home as well. You know, if they're brought up in that sort of atmosphere, then it tends to rub off. So, you know, I'm I'm going to address something that I I love to talk about. Our President Trump. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm not sure how popular that's going to make me on air. But um, I mean, I think he's a big bully. But uh, do you yeah. feel politicians and presidents that we have today exhibit bullying on national TV actually have an influence on children? I mean, what, what's your, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I think it depends on the children's age. Now, if you're talking about elementary school children, I don't think they really watch news programs. But, you know, he does use Twitter a lot and, um, you know, social media. So he gets a lot of, um, you know, people can see exactly what he's, or read exactly what he's saying straight away. So, you know, they can be influenced by that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the worst thing is the cyberbullying. Um, it's, you know, and the cyberbullying is, is particularly damaging as it spreads so fast. Right. Um, then it seems to sort of die off. But with my children, like one, um, one of my children sort of had a bit of a bad reputation at school and uh, it sort of rubbed off into our son. And, uh, you know, then he was, in a way, he was sort of bullied because of her, even though it wasn't his fault. So, um, you know, I think they should be more mentors than, you know, bullying other people, politicians and presidents. You know, they should really um, be a good um, example to other people. Absolutely. Um, So going on to your book, what are your, what do you think, give a reason to parents for them to buy your book or to get on Amazon and get your book today for their children, everybody out there, because again, I think reading is, I'm a huge person to encourage reading. I learn a lot from reading every day. So what what are your, what's your message to all the listeners out there uh, who may have children or even the kids out there listening to our program today? Yes, well, reading the book, I understand how to deal with the problems and the quarts can help. I'm hoping um, if there's a TV company out there, I'd like to make it into a series um, and, you know, be an influence on young children because that's where it starts, really, at elementary school. Uh, Any TV channel that's listening out there, you can contact me for yourself. Um, You know, uh, the thing is, with this book, it's about technology and Children nowadays are into a lot of technology, you know, and, but this is interesting because it's more relatable to them, you know. Um, so a lot of it is, like I say, things about technology which they can understand rather than the normal other type of children's book. You know, it's something completely different, really. It's never been really covered before. In your, in your research of bullying, Heather, um, what have you found as being the most common things that children um, suffer? Is it uh, normally their physical appearance? Is it, um, you know, what is it? Or is it the accent. Uh, accent? Or is it yeah. the fact that they're mm-hmm. not as smart yeah. in class as someone else? What yeah. do you think is the, one of the most common things when you, re- when you did your book, when you researched this? Yeah. I think, as I say, it's, if they can be like a little bit different, um, there might be something about them, the way they look, um, that they might not be intelligent, um, they could have some disability, um, you know, that it is different from the other children. And sometimes it's usually when they're quite quiet, they tend to get picked on as well. You know, it's usually, I find the extrovert children are more like the bullies than the quiet introvert children. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it just seems so so unfair really I mean when I one of my jobs I had um, I had a, a guy who was very very quiet and uh, he got picked upon 
and then you suddenly turn around one day and end up having a big fight with this guy. I'm just mm-hmm. totally surprised. I mean, it got to the point, and this is going to happen, you know, they've had so much and they can't take any more. And they started to rebel, and I felt like saying, well, good for you. <laughs> this has got to stop, you know. But people don't really know how to stop it. Yes, no, I totally agree. And I think it's yeah. actually, like I mentioned when we started the show, I think bullying has actually got a lot worse now with social media. Yeah, so in definitely. closing, what would be your message be to all our listeners out there about bullying, about reading books? Uh, because I know one of the reasons why you've written this book is that you can encourage kids to get off their cell phones and yeah. iPads and actually read, read a real book. So mm-hmm. what's your message out there? And then how can people reach you? Maybe if there is someone listening out there who wants to make a TV serial, how can they reach you? <laughs> you never yeah, know. Yeah. Well, yeah, if they can get uh, in touch with you and you could pass the um, details on, that would I'd be very grateful for that. Absolutely. Um, I don't have a website at the moment. But, um, they can get the book from Amazon, as you say, and they do a Kindle version as well. Oh, great. And great. the reason, you know... Why, as I say, I wrote, why I wrote this book is to relate to technology. You know, too many children, I mean, I look at children like two years old and using iPads, you know, um, rather than just playing games, which is good for the brain and keep the brain active, but reading something interesting, something they can relate to, um, all about technology, and uh, it makes it more interesting probably than just playing a game. You know, and relatable to them, and hopefully, you know, that they, this book also is educational. It has games in there and activities as well, and questions that you, if it goes to a school, that a teacher can ask the children, or about healthy eating. So it's more than just a book. It has other things in it as well. So, um, you know, it's, it, reason is, you know, it, it's good for children. It helps children, and it helps them you know, grow and overcome their problems. Well, thank you very much for taking the time, especially when it's so late at night in Florida, to call in and uh, get on our show. So I really appreciate it, and I wish you the very best of luck in your series. And hopefully one day I'll get on television and actually see your show on TV too. And I can say, <laughs> oh, uh, I interviewed her. <laughs> well, that would be wonderful. I mean, that would be my dream. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Heather, and you have a thank wonderful you. evening. Yeah. Thank you so much for um, talking to me. I really appreciate it. You're have a wonderful evening too. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, yeah, it's, a, it's actually an interesting subject, I mean, bullying. And, you know, uh, talking about social media, I was asking you, right, the Met Gala thing. People don't understand when they write memes and when they write... It is actually a kind of yeah. bullying. Well, I, you know, yeah. I, sometimes, I mean, I, I'm, I have to admit, I'm hooked on Facebook, and I go there yeah. and I read all the rubbish <laughs> and nonsense that's there. And you see even adults. I mean, we're talking about kids. We're talking about adults oh. and what they do. Yeah. And, I mean, the good thing is Facebook has this choice where you can block somebody and unfriend somebody. But yeah. then what happens is, I know I've heard kids in the classroom say huh. when they do that, then they don't know really what's being said about them. So they're oh, torn. Okay. You know? They want to stay, to, they want to find out what's being said about them, but at the same time, it's so hurtful. And same with adults. It's same with yeah. adults, yeah. With How adults. many times are you going to ignore a block? Yeah, exactly. So, so talking about books, do you have any particular book you're reading right now which you want to share? Um, I'm reading books right now on uh, STEM. STEM? Basically on STEM, okay. because that's a big thing. In. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I mean, I grew up with science. I love mm. science. And yeah. I grew up with doing science, hands-on experiments. Mm. And it's interesting to know that, um, you know, 
what the way I learned at mm-hmm. least back home in Kenya is the way that's coming. If things are coming out now because I actually learned hands on, you know, yeah, to, physics. We call it physics, uh-huh, physics, physics and chemistry. And um, so I'm reading books on that okay. to figure out most effective ways. But what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to I try and I tie in everything I do with public speaking. Mm, so even our su- even our summer <laughs> camp this year is going to have STEM lessons. I call it STEAM actually because we've Steam. included art. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. That's so nice. So I'm huge on art, and yes. I feel art is a form of science as well. Of course, yeah. So I've actually just finished writing a whole series of about 147 art lessons for young children. <laughs> oh with the, I know. <laughs> spent all weekend doing this. Oh, wow. Where um, kids will actually uh, create signs, but on paper, they'll think they're doing art, but actually they're doing science. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. So, and so I do a lot of reading in that way. Mm. Um, I have a very short attention span, so <laughs> for me, I love audio books. Oh, yeah, they're lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Because to sometimes read small, especially my age now, to try and read small texts and put your glasses <laughs> on at night is too much. Yeah. So I like to read audio books, and, uh, and I, I learn a lot from radio, actually. I learn a lot from listening to uh, shows. Nice. Yeah. That's nice. I'm reading this book called Four Agreements right now. Mm. It's like... It's not self-help book, but it's just like awareness, which we don't know, like the basics of, you know, why people get so personal, why these are like very generic. Yeah. But when you read it and you go yeah. deep into it, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I did not even think this is a, a new perspective of life. You know, I've read so many. When I was uh, going through my divorce, I read a lot of self-development, self-development mm. books, mm. how to overcome situations. Mm. I can't even remember some of these names. I mean, I know everybody read, you know, encourages you to read Men from Mars. Men are from Mars. Yeah. I don't believe in any of that. Stuff. Yeah, I have you know, read um, that one, yeah. But, you know, I, next time, I, next week, I will bring some of the names. But I read some books that really taught you, and I always say this to everybody, about... Stop worrying about what other people think. And I think that's what you want to teach your kids. Because mm. even when you're being bullied, yeah, you look different. I was bullied a lot. I went to a boarding school where I was actually the only Indian kid in the boarding school oh at the time gosh. that I joined in England in a small town. And talk, talk about bullying. I mean, I was bullied to no end. Yeah, yeah. And then coming from a strict Indian family, I wasn't allowed to wax my eyebrows. Oh, my God. <laughs> so was baby bullying. Of course. Because, oh, man. you know, I was in this very typical English school yeah, yeah. where girls were allowed oh, to put yeah. makeup on at a young age. I mean, they started makeup at 11, 12 years wow. old, doing their eyebrows and upper lip. Very prim pop, yeah. proper. But yeah. my parents were like, nope, nope. you're going to study. <laughs> going with this uh, hairy upper lip. <laughs> and, and I was tall and lanky and skinny. Yeah. Acne. So trust me, mm. bullying was a huge issue for me. And after three months when I came back home, I didn't want to go back because I was bullied so much. Yeah, yeah. And, but my parents had no choice. I had to go back to school. Mm-hmm. So it was tough. So I've been there. And I know what it's like to be the gawky, skinny, weird-looking kid that doesn't fit in the norm. Mm -hmm. But I think that really taught me reading some books and just learning to accept that I'm okay. It's okay to be different. It's okay, yeah. And I think that's what we need to teach all our kids. It's okay to be different. Why Mm -hmm. do you want to look like someone else? Why do you have to be like someone else? Yeah, yeah. You know, and I always say, try and become a better version of just yourself. Then try and become a better version of someone else. Yeah. You know, you should just compete with yourself. Yeah. When you were talking, you know, I just realized it's so sad that back then also bullying existed and today also bullying existed. I mean, very much so now. Very much so now because of social media and a lot of other things, competition and comparison and, you know. Yeah. Believe it or not, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this on air, but Isha, we run schools mm-hmm. and you will be surprised how many times parents will actually try and bully administrators of schools. I see it every single day. 
Really? Simple stuff. I had an experience today. One of my staff members called me today because a parent wanted to basically bully them. Even though we have policies in place, mm-hmm. he decided to call and scream and yell at her and tell her what he thought of her just because he didn't want her to implement policy. Oh, and man. you sit here and you think, um, you're sending your kids to an institution for your kids to learn, yeah. right? Honesty, self-respect, rules. Yeah. And then if the parent doesn't I practice that. What's an example? You yeah. are the first example for your children. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Heather was right when she said that many times kids get the bullying from home. Yeah, they watch true. it at home. Yeah, dad maybe bullying mom, maybe mother-in-law bullying mom. I don't know, mom bullying someone else. Yeah, and your kids think think that's okay, and then they bring mm-hmm. it out to school. Yeah, so, do you think yeah. insecurity is one of the reasons where they just feel very insecure about pretty much everything? when they're growing up. I think so. And I think... Or do you think the fear and... uh, Just fear of someone being better than you. But I think Mm -hmm. one of the things we run into here, especially in our community, uh, in the Indian community is, uh, and this is my personal opinion, my candid personal opinion, (laughs) (laughs) is that... um, we are, women are strong these days, yes, you know, yes. uh, gone are the days where women stayed yeah. home and made roti and cooked, right? Women, exactly. Gone. Women are empowered. Uh, yeah. They work uh, longer hours than the, the men. Yeah. They earn equivalently, if not more. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're successful. They're independent. And not every man out there can accept it. Yeah. And the thing is, is um, and then women are interpreted, if you become, if you're the strong woman, you're considered being the male figure. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, yeah. they consider being feminine as being this soft person, mm. soft-spoken with mm. your hair and curls and whatever. Why? Yeah. yeah. Why can't you be independent and still be feminine? Exactly. You can, you can have two sides of your life, right? Yeah. The version that you have at work and the version that you have you know, with your loved ones at home. But I think that's a hard thing for people to accept. I think we have to teach our children, and especially our girls, yeah. that it's okay to be strong. Yeah, 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 definitely. And you know, uh, talking about bullying, maybe bullying starts when you get married into someone else's home, and then you start... They want you to change. They want you to change. They want you to like, this, do That is also bullying. That is. Yeah. Because they're trying to make you something else. Yeah, something, something you were yeah. never, but now they want... But you know, if you think about it, Isha, listen to these cultures and listen to some of these songs, these pathetic songs you say, uh, play at Dolly's, right? Where it says, you're leaving your uh, ke ghar ja ke, you're going somewhere else, you're yeah. never coming back home again. Who cares? Vidai and all of that. Yeah. Why? Why is our why why do right. women have to throw the rice behind and do that? Why? Yeah. Why can't we go to the boy's house and make him come? Yeah. Anyway, today's society is that both of them are living uh, separately. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just this whole myth about we are leaving our parents' house and we are going to the man's house. Mm-hmm. It's. It's, it is. Yeah, it needs to change. Definitely. Change, yeah. Definitely. And with that thought, can you believe it's already 7.30? Yeah. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful conversation today. Yes. And uh, we will catch you next Tuesday. Thank you so much for joining with Thank us. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Always. And you guys stay tuned because Sukhwinder ke back-to-back gaane sunne ko milne wale aapko 7.30 to 8 o'clock. Keep listening to Radio Sindhagi. Cheja.